Hello, this is Lafayette. And I'm Carlos. From Nerds Talking the Podcast. That's right. Where we talk about everything from UFOs. Yep. Comic books. I like movies. Uh-huh. Streaming services. Yeah. Conspiracy theories. Oh. Ghosts. Mm. Video games. Yeah. And more. Kick ass. All on Nerds Talking the Podcast. You can find us every Friday with new episodes on all digital platforms where you find your favorite podcast, Nerds Talking the Podcast. Now back to the show. Welcome into the Bourbon and Brothers podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of your hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow host, Kevin Reynolds. Hello there. Andrew Hovkamp. How's it going, guys? And the Jacob Britty. Hello. Don't agree with the uh, article that is I didn't say the name. Jacob Britty. I said the, which is a lot different. You, I, okay. okay. I think <laughs> I'm honored to have an Give article me. placed before my name. <laughs> How about uh, Jacob Pretty? Oh, uh, Jacob Pretty. That's where it's at. There we go. Okay. Uh, tonight, I'm having a glass of Weller Special Reserve. Um, it's it's actually really nice. It's, uh, it was surprisingly only $25, even though it's very hard to find in Kentucky. So uh, it's very nice. Kevin, what are you drinking? I am jealous. That is a fantastic bourbon. I am having... Uh, what I would describe as my first love in the world of bourbon, uh, the tried and true Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark. Overrated. Ooh, hot toddy, mm. hot take. Mm. Hmm. I, I think it's appropriately rated. It's it's the price point is is fine and everyone is okay with it and it's it's quality. It's good stuff. Um, I'm drinking uh, some a little a little new for me is Cooper's Craft, which oh, wow. uh, is Brown Foreman's bourbon, um, and I think it's one of the more drinkable under twenty around twenty I guess dollar bourbons that uh, that I've found. Um, I was trying to figure out how old it was, and it took me way more time than I cared to to admit to find a site that actually said how old it was. Um, but really, what it is is they uh, after they age it and they re filter it through a little different system. So that's what uh, makes it a little smoother. Um, I'm in for it though. I'm excited. Uh, but pretty, what are you I, drinking? Uh, I'm drinking, uh, cause I've realized today, like approximately an hour ago that my bourbon stock is running dangerously low. So I got to restock. So I'm drinking the, uh, little bit left of the larceny bar bottle that I still have. And, uh, then I got to restock on some stuff. So we'll see what happens next week. I'm pretty sure Pretty has repeated bourbons uh, multiple times throughout, the, and we're only uh, in episode eight. This is my second time of drinking Larceny in recording. And I'm pretty days. sure you drank Old Forester twice as well. I did. Pretty, pretty is repeating bourbons and having his, and like this podcast is making him run low. I have had the opposite problem where I keep getting a new bottle of bourbon for the podcast. So now I've got Same. eight different <laughs> open bottles of bourbon that I'm the only one drinking. And they're just sitting That's there. Um, and it, yeah, that's I'm fine. totally okay with it. Yeah, I don't know Finish why you describe that as a problem. Um, yeah. <laughs> because that's, a, that's, that's just a way to be a Kentuckian. Yeah, that's privilege. It's, right it's there. a good problem to have. You know, when you're like, man, I have to decide between these two five-star quarterbacks, Alabama. Sure. No one's really complaining. Sure. 
So tonight we have a a, uh, a few uh, segments that we've already done throughout the last few episodes and a new segment to, to end the night. So we're going to start off with a little nerd debate going into I am going to describe some movies again and embarrass myself thoroughly again. And then we're going to... Uh, uh, I've already previewed this with my my maker's take, I think, but we're going to do hot toddy takes where each of us uh, has a few hot takes that we we think are unpopular with the others. So, Flynn, is that your hot right take? In. If that's your hot take, you should change it now. No, it's not my <laughs> hot take. I have other hot takes. I have plenty of hot takes. Most opinions that I have, nobody shares. So let's get into our first segment, Nerd Debate. Nerd Debate. No debate. So, that's the drop. That's the drop. <laughs> Good one. Nice. Um, Jacob, why don't you start us off with your nerd debate? Okay, everyone. So a uh, little backstory with this. So I recently got, uh, I love board games, huge board game aficionado. Um, and I recently acquired the Disney villainous board games in which the whole objective is you play as a villain trying to enact their evil plan, and then uh, the other players are trying to thwart you by throwing heroes in your way. Super fun. Love it. I've got two of the expansion packs. It's awesome. My nerd debate question for each of you is, which Disney villain was most successful in succeeding or nearly succeeding in their plan who was the most successful and why which one of us would you like to go first well i'm looking at your all each of you i think are crafting some great responses to this Uh, i'm actually trying to make sure that my first instinct is not about to get trounced by everybody by going through other movies (laughs) coming up with plan b and plan c okay cool yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Flynn first because uh, Flynn, you spoke up first and see see where your opinion lies. Okay, it's Jafar. Uh, Jafar actually succeeded. He became Sultan. Um, he also was a genie, and he was very very powerful. Um, <clears throat> he got everything that he wanted, and then he was bested. Did marry after Jasmine. That. That's true. That's true. He did not marry Jasmine, but um, and, and he like was Sultan for what? An hour? Yeah, whoa, no, whoa, whoa. I'm making this the, I'm making the argument. Flynn's I'm argument. making the argument. Okay. He was sultan. Uh, he got what he wanted. He, he became a genie. He was very powerful. He got control of everything that he wanted to do. So he achieved what he wanted. Um, not all. I don't think many uh, have actually done what they actually set out to do, plus some. He, I don't think he set out to become a genie as well. He, he set out to uh, become Sultan, and so uh, he actually surpassed what he wanted. Uh, now, it didn't last long, um, but he did, he did exactly what he wanted to do. That's very valid. I, I see no, nothing wrong with that argument at all. Um, I mean, the only thing I would say is, you know, what about Aladdin 2 and 3, you know, because you got to think of, well, Those 2. Those don't count. Mm, okay. okay. Sequels sequels don't really start counting until they actually cared about them, like until Disney cared about them themselves. Right. Okay, right. fine. Um, but, which is uh, why I think Frozen 2's villain, I cannot remember the king's name, I've only seen it like once, is, is a possible choice for this. I don't want to pick it because it feels too new and frustrating, but he, <laughs> and he lazy. did successfully. Frozen and, 2 and lazy, is lazy. Obviously lazy. Um, but he definitely, he literally died accomplishing the things that he had tried to do. Um, it's just, it was kind of a lame thing. He just built a dam. 
spoilers. I'm sorry for Frozen Two. So I don't love that, um, but I am going to go with I'm going to go with Scar. I don't know if Kevin was. I agree. To that I'm was gonna go what I was going to go with. It's Scar. Uh, Scar because the because if <laughs> if Flynn's argument of Jafar got everything he wanted, it lasted for no time at all. Scar was king for years because that's how long it takes a cub to become a full grown lion. So it he takes one literally song. one song, <laughs> aka years. Um, <laughs> And you could argue it actually that magic happened when they were walking across that log because that's the only time the aging process occurred. So it could be a magic log that that's a new theory I'm going to start working on. We don't have time for that one. It's, it's Agreed. Just a nest Agreed. Egg there. Scar was only in charge for like one month. <laughs> <laughs> Still longer than Jafar. Um, but he his his job was to get rid of Simba. Now, he didn't do it permanently, but he did eliminate Simba as a as an heir to the throne for the time being. Um, and if he was really good and had consolidated power as other brothers killing kings were, it's possible that the people were like, sorry, Simba, it's a little better this way because Scar's, Scar's doing a great job. Um, the, the problem with Scar was he put his trust in the wrong people, but Scar executed every element of his plan. He was incredibly calculating. He... Um, allied himself with people that were traditionally ostracized, helped to um, get his plan. Again, they were a little unreliable, but I think he utilized all the resources, did literally everything he set out to do. Um, it just fell apart because one of his minions was a little bit off. Okay. Okay. That's strong. I'm really mad that he spoke up first, and I should have called badge number so that I could take Scar, because I think Scar's probably the right decision. Um I see another he, that I can he make made an very, for as well. Well, he made very few mistakes. So his plan was, his plan succeeded and would have succeeded even more had the hyenas actually killed Simba like they told them, told him that they had. So it's really his henchmen screwing up, like Huffcamp mentioned. Uh, but Scar really did nothing wrong. There is one other movie where a henchman screwed up colossally, and I think you might go there. Yeah, it's um, where I'm going. It's, it's, so Hades, okay. is, Hades yeah. is the next best example here where yeah. yep. he, he, made a, he had a great plan. Um, and, and here's why I'm going to make an argument that he actually succeeded more. It's because it was harder. So Hades was the god of the underworld, and he had to go up against all the other gods. He had no allies, none. He had to go up against all the other gods on his own, and he, if he had not trusted in these idiot little henchmen to kill the baby uh, after giving them the formula um, that turned Hercules mortal, um, if they just made sure he had every last drop and then killed him, it would have been different. If they had made sure he got every last drop, um, I just don't know why the... Uh, little demon things got scared by the old man and woman. And that's what kept them from doing what the god of the underworld had instructed them to do. Um, it's a bigger fail than the lion got away through some thorns. So it's a bigger fail that caused a, a, you know, a massive thing on the back end. Um, Hades would have won had Hercules not become a god. Um, I, I just think because his task was harder... He gets the W because they tend to cancel each other out uh, in terms of their the, how close they got to actually succeeding. And uh, God of all gods trumps King of the Lions and he, Jungle. He really he really lost twice. I think when when Hercules like initially started fighting and doing that, um, or didn't wasn't killed properly, and then also when he dove in to save Meg. 
like Hades was about to win again and then lost a subsequent well, not in, not when that but happened. The, almost the, the question was framed in succeeding in his plan, his yes. evil plan. Yes. Oh, sure. No, I'm so with he you. only he I, only I didn't succeed in that Scar. one time. Um, so I agree, Scar's a good pick, but I think the case can be made that Hades succeeded almost as much and also had it harder to do. So I submit that to you, pretty. For I'm going to I'm going to say my quick tiebreaker. Get what he wanted. I say that's my quick tiebreaker. Is Scar actually got what he wanted for a period of time? So Jafar and Hades was denied that, even though he executed his plan similarly. That is that is tough. And honestly, going into this, I already had my mind made up. I'm like, oh, whoever picks Scar, I'm going with. But. I think I got to toss the win over to Hades simply because. No, you don't. Simply because. You do not. That is the worst. <laughs> you, that is crazy. You are the that frozen is, two no. of judges. I am so good at Remember when, when I, Kevin took my, uh, my Wally Weasley from me and I said, that's probably the right take, but I'm going uh, to argue something else. And then he still won. Yeah. He said Scar was the choice and then argued against it. And now you're choosing him. You know, I made an argument that I am because he brought up he brought up the point of Hades task was exponentially more difficult. And I'm sorry, a, was degree of difficulty part of this? It was who executed their plan. He's the, the simplicity judge. of the plan is better. He's the judge. Choose a simpler plan. Okay, that's gonna be my follow up for next nerd debate. Who had the most complex villain plan? Okay, fine. Then Kevin can win that with the same <laughs> argument, but it's BS <laughs> that you just chose him for this argument and you know it. <laughs> okay maybe it is like maybe it. it isn't i can i can test i can test I'm either way it's not jafar it's not jafar that's for sure yeah no one's arguing that <laughs> <laughs> all right who's up next who's on who's on deck okay. on the nerd so day? i'm gonna go up next and uh you guys can probably guess from my topic i'm not going to be overly complicated with with what this question is um the topic's going to be DreamWorks, specifically, obviously, DreamWorks Animation Studio. We give Disney a lot of uh, talk, a lot of time on this for good reason. You know, I host a Disney movie marathon every year. We talk about Disney movies in our everyday lives all the time. Um, but DreamWorks gets often overlooked in the discussion. And they have some very quality movies. And I would like to know really two things. One, which, which movie of DreamWorks is the best? And also then, where, where does that movie rank? If, you were, if it were a Disney movie, give me a couple of movies that it would be around in those rankings. Point of so order. So if you're choosing... Oh, go ahead. I don't think you ever have ever used point of order properly. <laughs> I will call on you in a second. <laughs> um, pretty, what do you have to say? Well, I'm, I'm asking a question before I can make my That answer. is not how point of orders work. Ask your question. You have right. a question. Yeah, I have a question. Are we, are we, are we sticking to just animation? As he said, I'm about yes. To, um, yes, DreamWorks Animation. I'm about to okay. read through every movie that DreamWorks has made in very quick succession, not only to remind our viewers or our listeners, but also you guys um, of them. We'll start from the beginning with Ants which I did double-check, I believe was released a, a few weeks before Bugs Life, technically. Yep. Facts. Um, the Prince of Egypt, The Road to El Dorado, Chicken Run, Shrek, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, 
Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas, Shrek 2, Shark Tale, Madagascar, Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, Over the Hedge, Flushed Away, Shrek the Third, B-Movie, Kung Fu Panda, Madagascar 2, Monsters and Aliens, How to Train Your Dragon, Shrek Ever After, Megamind, Kung Fu Panda 2, Puss in Boots, Madagascar, Europe's Most Wanted, Rise of the Guardians, The Croods, Turbo, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, How to Train Your Dragon 2, Penguins of Madagascar, Home, Kung Fu Panda, Trolls, Boss Baby, Captain Underpants. And then there are a couple that are coming out that we probably won't rank because no one's seen them. Um, so that's your really quick one. So pick whichever one of those you think is the best. Sell me on it. But then I also think it's going to be very fun for you to say, this movie is the best DreamWorks has to offer, and it is positioned around here. So convert it to Disney for me. Anybody can go first. I'm going. Oh, I, I'm, happy, I'm happy to go first. I'm going first. And here's, here's what I'm going to have to – when. So just so anyone who's listening to this knows, we don't know what these debate topics are until we get in here and and go. We do often know the theme if we think it's going to be crucial for the other three people to know. So I knew the theme was DreamWorks, and I really thought the question was going to be um, debate as to whether or not our lives would be any worse if DreamWorks Studios didn't exist. And my answer was going to be no. <laughs> I could take or leave DreamWorks. It is just garbage movie after garbage movie. Ants is the perfect example of something that came out, and every single person who rented it meant to rent the Bugs Life movie and just picked up the wrong cover. That's ex- at Blockbuster. And I actually saw Ants in theater. Yeah, yeah. and you went, on, you went on accident. I am confident you went on accident thinking you were seeing Bugs Life, and it's terrible. So um, here's what I'll say. I like one DreamWorks film. Okay, I can see some merit in the Shreks, um, and I think Anna Kendrick can almost do no wrongs. And I so Trolls is sort of there, but the only good movie, like good movie, that DreamWorks has ever released is The Prince of Egypt, and and it, none of the rest of them are worth anything. So if you're telling me to put it in the rank of Disney's, it is as good, if not better, than Pocahontas. Um, oh my goodness! It is oh my as God. it is as good, if not better. Then, um, then that middle tier in the middle tier. Oh, so Pocahontas is in your middle tier. Pocahontas isn't any good. I, I think Pocahontas had some bops. It's um, not. It's got some yeah, great I, I music. I think Pocahontas is super overrated. So, well, okay. Go ahead. Again, there's a lot of really good Disney movies. Um, That's true. But in terms of the time period that those were coming out, it's definitely better than. Prince of Egypt is definitely better than every Disney sequel ever, um, including Frozen 2, the lazy piece of garbage that it is. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, that's what I have to say about DreamWorks in this debate. I'll, I'll go next on this. Um, yeah, pretty. I'm between two, so hopefully you break the tie here. Okay. Well, I'm going to go next. Uh, I'm going to first, uh, I'm going to end up, Probably giving probably giving uh, Hovecamp more of the, or uh, Kevin more of the win here, but I gotta agree with Kevin. Prince of Egypt is probably one of the best in the DreamWorks saga, um, just for the score alone. Oh my gosh, Stephen Schwartz write like every single like epic piece ever and throw it in there, amazing. But my gut though, uh, just from a sheer standalone movie, Shrek. You can't you can't deny it. Shrek literally has defined, I think, an entire like mini generation of individuals. Um, I know since I'm significantly younger than the rest of you, you all probably don't relate. But 
uh, everyone that I was growing up with, we were quoting that movie nonstop, uh, you know, saying in the morning, I'm making waffles. Uh, that'll do donkey. That'll do. Which Flynn I know is not getting any of these references. That's fine. I love Shrek. Okay. You stop. Uh, it's possible that Flynn was going to choose Shrek because it's the only one he's seen, though. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I've seen most animated movies. We know this. Yeah, we, we know this. Uh, but we know this. Shrek, Shrek in, has like defined its kind of its own spot. I mean, yes, they made a plethora of sequels, uh, some of which are like pretty good. Shrek Two, pretty good. Uh, Shrek the Third, meh. And then they start going way downhill from there. But I mean, it spawned its own Broadway musical that actually went to Broadway and has has had a successful run since then. Prince of Egypt, love the score, but still struggling to get its way to Broadway. Um, I mean, it's got bop after bop. Just the soundtrack itself has like the smash mouth like galore in it. And then it makes fun of every Disney trope that you could possibly make fun of. I don't know how you can say there's a better DreamWorks animated movie than Shrek. Here, here's how. is because Prince of Egypt is amazing and the score is amazing and it was original and it told an old story in a beautiful way. And Shrek, which came out two years after Family Guy premiered, is basically DreamWorks saying, let's do Family Guy but make it, you know, fairy tales. And so all of the all of the little quibs and jokes and and Easter eggs and, and allusions are all just them taking the whole um, structure of a Family Guy episode and stretching it out over over a two hour animated tale. Right. That's a cliche after cliche after cliche. It's fine, but, but they, they uh, did it's not that. better. It's not better than Prince they- of Egypt. Okay, but they did that and brought it to a younger audience. They brought that Family Guy humor to a younger audience. I think that's key. Also, shame on you for using the score against me when I you didn't I even mention say, the score also, in your first <laughs> argument. Props, props to Kevin for throwing in the score like it was his original argument the whole time. Uh, but Flynn, you have yet to pick a movie here. Oh, oh, so, pretty sorry. Uh, you got to put it in. You got to convert it to Disney real fast. Oh, uh, I think it it. <laughs> In terms of comedy, if we're we have to look at it on its own scale of comedy. No, um, we're looking at it on an animation scale okay. of movie quality. Put it and convert it to Disney. <laughs> I would, I would, I would rank it. Uh, it would be in my top five if it were Disney. It'd be in my top five. It probably still wouldn't beat out like Lion King and Hercules, but it would probably be in the realm of like a, an Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast area. It's in the top five. It won't rank out Aladdin or Hercules. Give us the other two so we know how ridiculous this point is. <laughs> no, Give us the Lion, King, Lion, Lion King, King or Hercules. Hercules. The other two. Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast. Shrek. That's, that's my Shrek. five. That's, that, is, that is quite the tier that, that you're putting Shrek quite the into. disrespect to Moana. <laughs> quite, quite the disrespect to Moana. Uh, Flynn, uh, make something happen. So... Um, I think people hate on DreamWorks because uh, it's it's lazy and it um, really just goes for the soundbite. Uh, it, it goes for the quotable sayings. It doesn't really go for much of content. Um, but I actually disagree. One of its movies is, is fantastic. Um, it's one of those movies that um, I watched and I instantly loved um so much so that uh, my wife got me an ornament of of the of toothless uh for mm. for christmas um it's it's how to train your dragon um 
I love uh, I love uh, Jay uh, Baruchel. Is that how you say his last name? It is. Um, yes. The okay. I I actually really like him as an actor. Um, and and adding Gerard Butler to a an animated film is fantastic. Um. And it's and the overall story is, is it's great. It's it's about a, a kid growing up that um, you aren't going to live up to your parents' standards, um, but you're going to blaze your own path. Um, and and I think that's pretty inspirational. So uh, you know, I, I watched it for the first time, you know, by myself, and I was like, wow, this is a great movie. And it's one of those movies that whenever I see it on, I watch it because it's it's a fantastic movie. Toothless is one of the best companions um, in in all of. Uh, animated films. Um, and where I would rank it, uh, I would probably put it above Tangled, um, right around Mulan for me. Yeah. So outside of the top five, but you know, probably in the top 10. Yeah. And yeah. according to another episode, uh, Toothless also ranks for someone here as one of the top it's a great dragon, a great anthropomorphic dragon. dragons we have. And uh, if you want to talk about scores, that is quite the score too. Fantastic. Uh, from, mm-hmm. I believe, John, yeah. John Powell. Um, so yes. phenomenal job there. Couple of movies that I was maybe expecting to hear, or I think deserve a little bit of a shout out because I get to run this debate. I think Megamind is is quite that was funny. another one on. Yeah, I think it's pretty Megamind good. Was yeah, it's, it's, it's the knockoff it's of hilarious. The Incredibles, but it's hilarious. I think The yeah. Road to El Dorado is a throwback classic from the youth. I don't think it necessarily yeah. belongs way up, but I do think uh, it deserves a shout out. Talk about a score, Elton John writing uh, that bop, El Dorado. That's dope. And I, my sister and I, I distinctly remember when King Julian came out with the lemurs singing, I like to move it, move it. We watched Madagascar in theaters. We were lying on the floor laughing uh, when we went and saw that as teenagers. Uh, so I do think that, yes, Flynn, to your point, that uh, they might be in there for the one-liners. And boy, did they hit the move it, move it hard in the sequels. But they also land quite a bit. And when they land, they are extremely quality. Um, I disrespect Kevin's conversions. Um, I think they're (laughs) awful. I think he had a solid choice. I'm going to go with Flynn on this one, though. I think his argument for How to Train Your Dragon was better than the argument for Shrek, and I think those two movies are both very, very similar. And the fact you put Shrek into your top five bothers me, and I can't give you a point for it. (laughs) (laughs) I would have won that if Uh, I hadn't disrespected DreamWorks, and I, I don't take it back. I think I would have won if I would have been able to argue for Prince of Egypt instead, but whatever. You did. You straight up did. <laughs> yeah, but like make <laughs> and that it cost my both movie. you and Kevin. <laughs> You're right. I All brought right. down. I am, I am up next. I am up next as the judge, and I have picked a topic that I don't necessarily know a lot about, and it is music. And so um, <laughs> I know there are a few people here that are uh, more well versed, if you will, in in music than I am. Um, so I'm interested to hear those takes. So, pretty. What's your degree in? Music. And 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 Kevin likes music too. I'm pretty sure. I was going to ask you. I was. I wanted you to ask me what my degrees in. I was going to say which one. Okay, time out. Time out. I have a second degree. We all have multiple degrees. You have three. We the rest of us have two. Okay, as long as, okay. as long as it's known. As long as it's known. Okay. So so here is my question to you. Uh, as someone that uh, uh, loves to listen to music and sing along to music. Who are your top three boy bands? We have to rank three? 
Yep. You have to give me, th- and you can overlap with each other. Um, if, if you if you say all three of the same as someone else, I'm going to disrespect you more. But you do have to rank three boy bands. So who, who are your top three can you, boy can bands? Can you give us a quick like criteria for what constitutes a boy band? Sure. Um, is there a, a genre boy band of is, music? Is, it's, it's, more, it's popular music um, that is uh, more, like, I, I would say 80s on. Um, so I, you know, for me, I would not consider the Beatles a, a boy band. Um, are they 80s? Beatles? 60s and 70s. The Beatles are Whatever. 60s. Yeah, no, I would the, not. But I would like, not consider them latest. a boy band. They're a great band, but I would not consider them a boy band. So it has so to be like, more modern, more popular music. Um, things like Hanson, In Sync, Backstreet Boys, um, stuff like. Give that. me a, basically you have to, like you have to put a year on it. If you don't put a year on it, this doesn't make sense. Nineteen eighty and to current. Okay. So Kevin, from the time you were born until now, can the band play instruments? Or sure, is the band, the band can band... play instruments. Okay, so like Green Day. I don't want to pick them, but that was the first random rock band what? that cropped, oh, popped into my mind. That's a, no, I would consider that a rock band. So okay. let's let's do this. Let's do this. No instruments. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Vocals and dancing should be the primary function of this boy band. Okay. Kevin and I have the same so, number one. We've talked about it a lot. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Hove Camp then. Hove Camp, who, what are your top three boy oh, bands? Don't give it to him first. That's no. That's not I okay. actually I actually do agree with Kevin. Uh, I don't know if Kevin will go through all three, but he I know who Kevin's as the gonna elder, say number one. As the elder I, yep. statesman, it's my number one too. Kevin and I agree on this vehemently. Ridiculous. I owe it to Kevin for his years of experience uh, <laughs> in tutelage to to offer up his number one. So you're gonna pass. You're gonna pass to Kevin. Oh, I was gonna go. I'm three, going to allow. Three, I was gonna go. You can three, go three two, if you want. You can. Oh, you're gonna go three, two, one. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're doing. Going like boom, boom, boom. No, I was saying like I was gonna give my number three and lead up to my number one. That's fine. I feel like you should get to announce number one. You deserve it. All right, I'm gonna fine. give you all three. Kevin, you go first. I'm gonna go all three. Okay. Because okay. you know I needed the qualifier because not only the Beatles but Jackson Five. I needed you to tell me whether I could include the Jackson Five or not because they are yes. the greatest boy band in the history of boy bands um, uh, historically. But yeah. in the era that you've given, um, here are the three that I'm gonna go with. Number three, um, Boys to Men. Boys to Men, uh, phenomenal group. The music's incredible. Flynn, I, if I'm trying to win points with you, I almost didn't say Boys to Men because my guess is they're not, uh, you're not as familiar because you're a, like nine years younger than me or something. But Boys to Men are up there. I would put them up against anybody else in a blind listening test, put their top three hits against anybody else's, and they're going to be amazing. Number two. Sweet harmonies. Number two, In Sync. Um, I like the Backstreet Boys. A lot. Um, And I think the Backstreet Boys have some cool songs. But in terms of overall writing, um, the dancing, and I am not counting Justin Timberlake songs after he went solo. I'm just saying the things that they released as a boy band. Um, They're number two on my list for sure. And the number one boy band of all time. I already wrote it in the show docs. Are the light funky ones. (laughs) 
are the light funky why ones. Why would you? Why are you writing the wrong thing yeah, in the show? You, I thought. You think, okay, okay. I, no. I, maybe I was wrong. Okay. Flynn, no, thinks it's it is. New, Flynn thinks it's new kids on the block. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were about to say new kids on the no, block. I thought that was Kevin your... and I. Kevin and I are light funky ones. No, no, it's the light funky ones. LFO. Now they sing about the new kids on the block. They uh, did. In, in they one had of their a bunch songs. of hits. They did have a bunch of Chinese hits, and they're great. Makes me sick. They're great. Um, but here, here's what I would say, and I would submit this to any of anyone who listens. Uh, come debate me, and I'll win. The three greatest albums ever released of all time are Thriller by Michael Jackson, number three, number two, Beatles the White Album, um, and number one, best album of all time is LFO title <laughs> title album LFO. Uh, the songs on that album are perfect the poetry the rhymes the 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 wonderful um melodies and harmonies like who else who else can achieve rhyming when you take a sip you buzz like a hornet billy shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets like who else other than the light funky ones can really could really make that rhyme work and and the implication is they were friends with William Shakespeare yeah, they knew I, him by Billy they knew him by Billy they knew him by Billy because they are the modern Shakespeare's so that's the that's the answer boys to men in sync LFO um, I, I, Flynn won't give me the the win here but I'm taking it anyway because that is the right answer I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. jump in with a very slightly different uh, top three um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm going to go in sync as uh, number three. I'm going to make a probably maybe the most controversial choice here for number two, um, and go with One Direction because I think Ugh. after we were after we were out of boy bands, they played songs that I enjoyed still, and that is maybe the hardest thing to do. Um, boy bands always attract that ridiculous preteen age group. One Direction did that, but also released songs that were popular enough, I think, to draw an audience and keep boy bands relevant after they were relevant. Um, and then I'm going to go with, uh, LFO for number one, all the reasons Kevin said. Um, and if you want to argue like number of hits, um, just as a quick point, uh, point of order, the lead singer for LFO died of leukemia at a very young age. Yeah. Pour one out, Rich Cronin. Pour Um, one out. So they basically only could release like an album and a half, two albums, uh, because he was, you know, undergoing treatment and, uh, succumbed. So, uh, LFO though. Awesome songs. Every one of them's amazing. Every time I play an LFO song, uh, hosting trivia, everyone's like, "I love this song." Every time I play a Backstreet Boys and NSYNC song, and Boys to Men song, they're like, "Okay, cool." LFO is the best. Yep. <sighs> Jacob, Jacob, do you have any dissenting uh, <laughs> opinions? Because they agreed on on two of those. Yes, very much so. Thank so, you. <clears throat> the The answer is. Well, first off, if I was placating to the younger audience, I would definitely have gone with Jonas Brothers over One Direction. You can you can placate to the to the younger audience and pick no, the Jonas Brothers. I like and the still Jonas be wrong. Brothers. That's fine. I like the Jonas Brothers. They're great. They're very nice. I like them. No, but the answers are the boy band answers are in the following order: ninety eight degrees, in sync, Backstreet Boys. Wow. Three, two, one. Ninety eight degrees. Brought in, brought in that kind of soulful harmony, uh, which I do have to say though, Boys to Men definitely nailed that. Definitely nailed that. But ninety eight degrees just had a had a different kind of flair to it. 
Hang on. Uh, will you, later this evening, will you go to all of your social media accounts and say, 98 Degrees brought more soulful har- harmonies to music <laughs> than boys to men, and see what kind of reaction you get? Just do that for me. If that's your taste, um, go for music. it. All of you. <laughs> go for it. No. Drink your bourbon. Backstreet Boys over Insync. That is... Yeah, Backstreet Boys oh, over Insync because Backstreet Boys song had way much had so much more heart to it than Insync's. Insync's were great and they definitely kind of like plowed the way forward and like opened up the path, but Backstreet Boys was where it was at with the terms of like just bringing the the heart and soul to like what what they're saying and what they're they're singing about. I have so much issue though with Kevin with your statement of the greatest 3 albums of all time. And I don't care. You think 98 Degrees is more soulful than Boys to Men, so all of your opinions oh, are, are now null and void. Okay, okay, I'm going to rein this back in because because uh, two of you were, to, were correctly identifying uh, two of my top three. Um, both of you have the number one wrong, um, and that's the one that I, I don't agree with, and so... Uh, I'm going to have to give it as a tie to both Kevin and Jacob um, because both of your number ones are just factually wrong. Um, but your number twos and threes are in my list. So my, my list uh, goes uh, number three, uh, in sync. Number two, Boys to Men. Number one, Backstreet Boys. Respect, Flynn. I thought okay, Boys okay. to Men would be outside of your genre. Respect. No, Boys to Men's fantastic. Respect. Um, so I'm going to give it as a tie to Jacob and Kevin. I think so far all of your arguments Uh, were really bad. Okay, hold on. This is a nerd debate, not a guess my favorite three bands. Yeah, but you were. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But you, you can't come with your own predetermined biased list, and if we don't guess it correctly. <laughs> there is an objective. No, it. no. You were wow. trying to find the facts, and 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 two of you found two of the three facts. So that's what's what. That's the, how it that goes. is that is an absurd way to judge yeah. anything in a the, debate. Um, the segment was actually called F- "Find Flynn's Facts." <laughs> yeah, find Flynn's. <laughs> Whatever. None facts. Of, I mean, none of you guys picked maybe the movie that I would have picked for DreamWorks. Uh, pretty literally went against his answer for for Scar, but that was that was because he's an idiot. All right, uh, Kevin. I think, I think if we've turned this into guess my guess my answer, then it's not a debate. Yeah, I wanted to be guess my answer that time because I had a top three and I wanted you all to guess it. Kevin, you're up. I am up. All right, debate topic number four this evening. So, as I think all three of you know, I am uh, a couple weeks ago I started a rewatch of Game of Thrones because I guess I'm a glutton for punishment. I want to disappoint myself, but um, I'm trying to find if there it are. It gets glim- worse. I know it. I know it does. Um, so much. You know, are there glimpses ahead or whatever? I, I don't know. I'm just watching it to watch it. It's something that's on. Um, and so I'm rewatching Game of Thrones. And here's what I want to know from the three of you. Uh, as I'm still early on in the series, a whole bunch of people have died, but not as many as are going to die. Um, uh, I'm really around season two right now. Um, so there's a whole lot of death coming. Here's what I want. Here's what I want you to do. All three of you have seen the series. I want to know who, out of any anybody in the in the series, really, who should have been king or queen. 
should so you can choose you can choose listen i'm gonna make because this is this is a debate so it's really unlike choose the answer that i think is true um like flynn (laughs) here's what i want you to do you can choose whether or not you're going to make the argument who was the rightful king uh and back that up or if you want to make the argument who would have been uh or queen or you can give the argument who would have made the best king or queen um you could choose but it's really going to be who makes the best argument here uh, and that's who I'm going to side with. So I think that the person most familiar with Game of Thrones is Huffcamp. So like we did with Pretty in Star Wars, I'm going to let him go last. Um, and so Pretty, I'm coming to you first. Who should have been king or queen, the ruler of the Seven Kingdoms? The ruler of the Seven Kingdoms should have been Tyrion Lannister. Uh, very, han- It's very obvious kind of from the get-go that he's... Uh, uh, it's made even, in my opinion, more clear in the movie than it is in the books or uh, the t- series than the books uh, that he's just obviously more conniving and, and much smarter than like everyone that he's around, all of his peers. So it, just from a sheer standpoint of who would be who would have been the best king, I should have said that who would have been the best king, not who should have been. Uh, he he would have been the best king in terms of at least uniting the the seven kingdoms and bringing them all under some type of unified front. I think had he become king, there still would have been the separation of the North, um, as rightfully so. I do think that the, uh, Dorne down in the South would have probably also separated as well. Um, but I think though you would have at least seen much more peace. Uh, and then going off of that, there's still that, uh, Kevin, you brought it up. The, the theory that, uh, Tyrion Lannister may very well be uh, a Targaryen and not a Lannister at all. Um, So I think in that regard, he is rightfully uh, in line to be the king. And just plus, I would have loved to see Peter Dinklage just boss everyone around. I think that would have been great. That's my argument. Easy peasy. So in your argument, the seven king, the person who should rule the seven kingdoms is someone who would allow for at least three of the kingdoms to separate. Yeah, but like he obviously he wouldn't have just let them like separate and be like, oh yeah, yeah, go do your thing. He would have, he he always has some type of way of okay. Well, if you're gonna leave, I need this in return. There is always something in return. He's always playing that long game. He's always thinking the next three moves ahead. And so I think in that regard, he would have proved the best king because while everyone else would have viewed it as oh he's letting the kingdom separate, it, it's not. He's letting them separate for their own good, but really kind of maybe forming a more unified uh, coalition, the Seven Kingdom Coalition. Respect. Flynn? So, in my opinion, um, the the king that should have been um, at the end, uh, that would have united everyone towards a common cause um, and and been a ruler for the people. Um, and I think that's what Tyrion wants to go for. But in reality, I think that Tyrion is actually pretty uh, power hungry. Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that Renly Baratheon is not power hungry, but I think that Renly is, um, the type of, of person that is smart enough to surround himself with people that are 
as smart or smarter than he is that will help him rule a kingdom um, and uh, will move the kingdom forward in a way that others won't. Um, others are more uh, fa- infatuated with war and, and, and power, but, but I think Renly is really you know what how he's portrayed in the show at least i've never read the books is he is actually really for the people and he and he inspires people to follow him and that's what a king of a broken kingdom needs is to inspire people to follow him and that that's why i think rinley would probably be the best king in my opinion hold on so you're saying rinley baratheon who was killed by a shadow demon like four seasons before the final one yes Yes, if he wasn't if he wasn't killed uh, like that, he would have ran through Stannis. Yeah, yeah, he 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 would have ran through Stannis if he wasn't who wasn't killed by dark magic. Uh, his armies were vastly outnumbering, um, and and he was coming for that uh, Lannister throne. I mean, he his army was only vastly outnumbering because he had Highgarden and Oleana Tyrell backing him up. Fine, he can make uh, okay. So other others make uh, uh, arrangements b- uh, because of, of sex. He did not do that. He made arrangements um, to marry a wife uh, when, in reality, uh, he was uh, a gay man. And and so he can make ties with other kingdoms uh, when in re- when when his his views and his his uh, his you know, lifestyle was not accepted at that time. He still got people to follow him into battle and, 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 and follow his kingdom, even though, uh, they didn't agree with his, his lifestyle. Okay. Respect, respect. Hove. Okay. I actually thought that the point of me going last was because I would have to argue a more difficult character (laughs) because the obvious answer would have been taken. Um, you could argue that, like, maybe Brienne of Tarth's origins and, and her plight and her understanding would make her an exceptional ruler. Um, you could argue that Jamie Lannister's uh, cur- um, growth uh, and power would make him a good ruler before he totally reverts back in the last season to undoing everything that he ever grew to become. The answer is a very, very obvious Jon Snow um, and I didn't want to say it because I don't, he, doesn't, it. he doesn't want it. He doesn't, he doesn't want it. <laughs> the eighth season it. and the seventh <laughs> season of the show are total trash, and you should probably throw it out. The sixth season <laughs> is acceptable. Um, the fifth season, I think the fifth season's also garbage. I think the sixth season's only good because of the Battle of the Bastards. I get all of them confused. The ending of the sixth season is, is really good, um, I'm pretty sure. And Hard Home is one of my favorite episodes, but... The long night is coming, and I think we can assume from the show that the that Jon Snow will lead the army that defeats it. So he is the savior of the Seven Kingdoms. He has Targaryen blood. Uh, in fact, is the rightful Targaryen ruler to the throne, which means that everybody that even remotely could believe that a Targaryen should rule is going to have to pledge to Jon Snow because he's the rightful heir for that. He's also a Stark, which means that people that fought against the Targaryens can also look to him to lead. So there's no one that has all of the things that lead to a someone that the Seven Kingdoms can respect, um, nor will, and he's earned that respect by leading and his example throughout the show as well. Now, it's the obvious answer, and I, I am sad that you guys made me make this argument, but um, 
he's he's obvious. He's the obvious answer, and he is way better, definitely better than a drunk dwarf that no one, that only people that get close to him respect. That is what way too drunk, and two will try to sleep his way through anything. He's going to turn into Robert Baratheon in half of a year at best. If not, nope. if not way less, because at least Robert Baratheon fought and commanded respect on the battlefield. People were scared of him because he could beat them down. Tyrion Lannister will get, will manipulate people, which means that this whole Seven Kingdoms thing is going to happen again. Um, Renly Baratheon is the, he has the, a terrible claim. No one respects him. Um, he is a care. He's high charisma. So he, he's he's good in that regard, but at the end of the day, his his claim is is garbage, and I think it's just it doesn't end up well for him. Jon Snow's the answer. You can make an argument for Daenerys. None of you guys did that either. This is ridiculous. So I want to give you three names, and um, I want you to say yes. I, w- I don't think you'll say yes because it would hurt your argument. I want you to say maybe, or give me your gut reaction in one sentence on these three names as to whether they would would have been better than Jon Snow. Okay. Sure. Rob Stark. No. 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 Um, too, too politically entangled. Okay. Liana, um, Liana Mormont. <laughs> uh, yes. Too, too yes. much of a show personality. Definitely <laughs> yeah. not a no. Seven Kingdoms ruler. Uh, Eddard Stark. Ned yes. Stark uh, can't can't play the game. Cannot cannot play the game well enough to keep people at bay. You have to have a weird um, way about yourself to be able to do what's right and also keep people from manipulating you. And Ned Stark would immediately get get betrayed or usurped or or surround himself with the wrong people. Jon Snow could be another King Jaehaerys. Okay. Okay. Did any of those three make you think? No. No, not those three. Rob, Rob made me think the most. Rob made me think the most. Interesting. Because I, okay. I almost might have gone with Rob, but again, he was he. Anybody that was the leader of an army during a civil war, like that one, where there really isn't a clear winner, it's it's hard to be able to say you rule the seven kingdoms. Okay. Does most creative, uh, most creative response I didn't expect to hear goes to Flynn, but the debate goes to Huffcamp. Unsurprisingly, uh, he's in good shape there. So. Congratulations, HuffCamp, and that will conclude Nerd Debate. Nerd Debate. All right, so we are going to move on to our uh, second segment. Um, probably my least least favorite of the segments is uh, Flynn Describes Movies, or Flynn's Favorite Movies, or what? what Flynn's, Flynn's Favorite, favorite films. films. Alliterations are key. Flynn's Favorite Films. We each of you have have uh, prepared a uh, movie uh, poster to send me or share your screen so I can see it poorly. So um, why don't we start with uh, Hove Camp on this one? Yep. Okay. Perfect. Um, so let me pull this. Actually, I guess I'll have to share my screen. I'm gonna have to share my screen. It's yeah. It's it's working. <laughs> Kevin said it three times in the chat, but you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to share my screen. Someone, <laughs> yeah, it should work. Someone is sharing their no, screen. You oh. are. Oh, I was I was sharing sound apparently. There we go. All right, we're a we're a quality quality <laughs> group of people. Quality quality. Episode eight <laughs> quality. Ooh. All right, Flynn. Here you go. This is the Breakfast Club um, poster. Very simple. Main characters. Breakfast Club. What do you got for us? 
And for those of you that, right. that are going to look this up, there are several taglines that you could find, um, but it is literally just the the famous picture of the the group, and then the title, the Breakfast Club, on this particular poster. So the I'm, I'm going to go pretty rapid fire through these uh, pretty brief brief descriptions of the movie. So the Breakfast Club is made up of some misfits uh, at a school that have uh, gotten some weekend detention. Um, I don't 100% remember exactly what happens in the movies, but they uh, that's that's basically the premise. They are all um, they're not really friends to start, but then they become friends uh, because they are in detention on a Saturday. Wow. That's, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna best. need a smidge more. I know you want to go rapid fire, but give me. I don't know. Thirty instead of ten seconds for this, please. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the f- uh, one of the hijinks that happens uh, is that they break into the school pool um, and all go skinny dipping. Yeah, that's what I thought. You haven't seen this movie. <laughs> a solid, a solid attempt, though. Yeah, solid attempt. He tried to go rapid fire, so we would all think that he'd seen this movie. He was like, "Oh, here's what I'll do. Here's my strategy." I knew, like, I knew ten seconds worth of content about this movie. Yeah, <laughs> just, I, just, I asked for thirty seconds, and he was like, "I'm out." If you, if you're, if you're listening, and and you didn't see our the first time we did this, just so you know, we all tried to choose movies that Flynn, like most humans, should have seen up until this point because they're either cult classics or famous or award-winning so this is famous enough that Flynn has probably seen this parodied in other movies but really hasn't taken the time to sit and watch it so uh, no Flynn hasn't seen this movie yeah that, that became Truth. apparent with the, the skinny dipping in the school high you know, I, I, <laughs> that does take place oh, in wow. some type of detention movie though it's so uh, let's see let's does. see if uh, let's do pretty's movie that's cool. Uh, I don't actually remember what either one of them were doing, but fingers well, crossed. Well, it's okay. I'm seen it. pivoting in real time. You haven't Great. seen this one. 100%. This will go well. Yeah, it totally yeah. will. So I have brought before you <laughs> an M. Night Shyamalan classic, Glass. Uh, and for listeners, uh, this is the photo showing the main characters um, uh, split up over five different frames. Uh, I think this is a perfect faces. example of a bad movie to ask Flynn if he's seen. I also don't like that we <laughs> called it a classic when it came out oh, in January of 2019. So, uh, well, not very good to like mediocre reviews uh, as well. It's yeah. really good though. Anyways, Flynn. Okay, what's so your so Samuel L. Jackson is the principal of a school, <laughs> and he is putting together a a, a really good uh, teaching. Um, uh, some some good teachers that have real life experience. So he t- he asks his friend um, uh, who is played by by Bruce Willis to to come in and teach defense event, uh, defense against the dark arts uh, because he has stopped um, some some robberies on a Christmas night um, and, and some terrorists. And then he and then he asks um, this this bald character played by uh, James McAvoy um, to come in and and teach people the mystic arts about how to bend reality. Um, and and so they they teach they teach children uh, 100% what they have learned throughout their lives, um, and those children go on to be serial killers. This okay. that is uh, okay. Let me just wait, say, hold on, hold on. I, I, I got to say I, real quick. Uh, I, Flynn, I would say Flynn, I watched that movie. Yeah, good, good point, <laughs> uh, Flynn. Because you know it's an M Night Shyamalan. What's the twist? Uh, James, James McAvoy is three different people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if you would have picked the like actual classic from from this like series, that might have been the. <laughs> no, Flynn, and you should see Flynn. You should see this movie because it's about a looking glass, and people go through the looking glass and end up in one alternative universe together. And in this yep. one, John McClane, Professor Xavier, and Mace Windu all go on <laughs> an adventure together, and hilarity ensues. So you really should see it. It's, I would, it's phenomenal. I would actually watch that. It's movie. phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I I think this was a bad movie to pick, Flint. Don't rush to go see it. Um, if you do want to see it, I'll watch it with you. I've actually never seen it, oh, but um, I, I think it's very skippable because most M. Night Shyamalan movies are like, since the sixth sense are skippable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm up last, and I'm showing one of the most famous movie performances of all time and a phenomenal film, the movie poster for The Usual Suspects. The Usual Suspects. This one crossed my mind to do. Um, so the usual suspects is about a, um, a detective that uh, is is rounding up uh, people that he has has worked with in the past that has have done done crimes to help him uh, solve another crime. Um, and so they are the usual suspects that people think you know they're they're you know they're uh, definitely the people that have done it. But he's like no no these are not the people that have done it. But they will know who has done it. Uh, and so so they will help him along the way, and they will get their their uh, crimes expunged. So, so last time we did this, we did Silence of the <laughs> Lambs, <was> a list. <laughs> and and Flynn didn't quite get there, and we told him sort of where he went wrong, and so now he thinks that this is the Usual Suspects is the new Silence of the Lambs. Clearly, yeah, clearly, okay, okay. yeah. So really well it was done, just a really well done. Flynn has seen the Usual Suspects. Um, <laughs> Uh, so here's here's something you should do, Flynn, though. Go see The Usual Suspects. Like, of these three movies, um, The Breakfast Club is the best movie, but you really will enjoy, I think, the most at this point in your life, um, the ending to The Usual Suspects. You should see The Usual Suspects. So, it's so I, I set out to to watch movies that that I, I, I need to, you know, catch up on or, um, you know, re-watch or, or, you know, watch more in-depth because I, I missed some plot points. Um, and so, recently I re-watched Star Wars. Um, I re-watched Lord of the Rings. Uh, you know, I, I Lord of the Rings I had really uh, always out. just seen in, in, in groups of people um, while drinking. And so, <laughs> I missed some key plot points. And so, Watching it by myself, drinking, um, I, I I saw some some new stuff, which was really good. Um, and then I was like, I need to go watch new movies. Uh, and so I was walk, I was looking through uh, HBO Max, and I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna like gonna look through and the first movie that I see that uh, they have told me to watch. I'm gonna watch. But instead, I started watching a TV show called. Um, uh, Crap, what's it Doctor called? Who? Doctor Who. Yeah. yeah, I started watching Doctor Classic. Who, uh, and That's so good. now I am binging all 12 seasons of Doctor Who instead of watching any of the movies that you want to watch me want me to watch. So The Usual Suspects won the Academy Award that the year for Best Screenplay, um, and you know Kevin Spacey won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, but the Writers Guild of America ranked the film as the 35th best screenplay of all time in the history of movies. So I would really recommend uh, original it. or adapted. The the or one for the film. No, 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 like an original screenplay or like an adapted screenplay. I think that matters. 
Here's what's on Wikipedia. The Writers okay. Guild of America ranks the film as having the 35th greatest screenplay You're citing of all time. Wikipedia? I thought you had oh, a doctorate. I'm I was going to suggest, Flynn, Flynn, you have multiple degrees in communications uh, and communication. the Breakfast Club, communication, communication studies. And uh, the Breakfast Club is absolutely the like small group, uh, group counseling, family communication yeah, that's true. movie that you need to watch. That's true. Um, but... I do think that we can jump to uh, some hot takes. Hot toddy takes. Hot toddy takes. We're each going to give uh, at least one of the hot takes. I think those can go pretty quickly. I think we can each ridicule ourselves as well, as well as others. So, um, Jacob, what is one of your hot toddy takes? Uh, so, this is no surprise to any of you all, but um, Taco Bell is the best fast food restaurant hands down it's the worst it's, it uh, it's the worst. actually the worst Whoa. no uh, it's not the worst yeah it's, thank you it's, kevin thank no, you I love, the I only thing Bell. on their menu that's worth a damn is uh the cheesy uh, fiesta potatoes and that is literally it the, the the creamy jalapeno sauce that comes with the steak quesadilla i put that stuff on everything i go there and i get I remove the sour cream for any, from anything I can have and replace it with creamy jalapeno sauce. It'll change your life. When is the last time everybody ate at Taco Bell? Sunday. Uh, Sunday, seriously? <laughs> Sunday. A week ago. Yeah, a week ago. Uh, so. uh, like 2013. I'm sorry. That's, that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> yesterday. I took off work yesterday, and I went to Taco Bell for lunch, and I... Was I, miserable for the I rest haven't of had the it day, since college, but it's yeah. it was so good while I was eating it. <laughs> has to be, I think it has to be since college for me as well. Yeah. Uh, and Kevin, you just spelled it out miserable for the whole rest of the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not the most like oh, well man. run, like you're not going there to expect like Chick fil A quality service either. And then you get your food and you're like, why didn't I just go to Chick fil A? No, 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 look it up. It's worth they're it. low key becoming <laughs> the, health, the healthiest fast food option out there. No, it's, that's no they true. really are. That, they is, really that are. is fact. That is 100%. They have fact. They actually, they've been low key like one of the healthier fast food options for a long time because like they put lettuce and put healthy in air heads. quotes. Okay. Because no, they're all garbage. Okay. It's not also, about health, it's just about I have never passed a Taco Bell and been like, I'll take, I'll, let's do that in my life. That happens yeah. frequently for me. In any state. No. And I, I think a hot take would have been that it's, it's not that bad oh would have been the hot take. No, no, this is the, the hot take is, well, the hot take is that it's the best because like a lot of people are like, oh no, that's garbage. Exactly what you all are doing. The, the hot take, it's an unpopular opinion. Um, it's not yeah. the best. And, it, and here's, here's why. It's uh, it's not the best because it has one major flaw: uh, Pepsi products. The fact ah, that they yeah. are a Pepsi product fast food well, chain. Well, I would argue that the Baja Blast is, is a is a plus for them, though. They have a cult drink. They have a cult beverage. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's the that's the other thing. The the um, the Blue Mountain Dew. I don't know. The Baja Blast. Baja, Baja Blast. Blast. Yeah, that's that's fantastic, but. Everything else on the Look, menu I, is disgusting. I'm suggesting that Taco Bell is so bad that it would have been a hot take for you to say it's mediocre. And you no. went so far yeah. beyond hot take territory that I think you just combusted, and we got to move on. I'll go with you anytime. Anytime Thanks, you want. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks. I do I'm want to say sure a fun Hope fact. slapped Jacob with a cheesy gordita crunch <laughs> he did. He slapped me with a, a – it was a burrito. It was a burrito. He slapped me across the face with a burrito once. Uh, but fun fact, if you take the cheese out of their bean burritos – 
it's a vegan burrito. Like, so for all my vegan f- listeners out there, you can go to Taco Bell and get yourself a bean burrito without cheese and it's vegan. You're welcome. So beans and a tortilla. Cool. That's delicious. I don't remember this burrito slap. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> it, it oh, I believe pleasant. you guys. I remember. Yeah. You, I think you said, do you dare me to slap you with this burrito? And Jacob was like, sure. And then you slapped him with the burrito. He always says yes. If he ever said no, I'd be like, all right. But he's always like, I can take a Hove Camp slap. and <laughs> Burrito slap. It, it never feels good. Yeah. Yep. Kevin, Anyways, what's your hot take? That's interesting. I, take. So uh, like several of our other segments, we don't know what each other are going to say. Um, <laughs> so I've come with a hot take, and I'm, I'm so passionate about this. Um, there is a caveat, because their social media presence is the, the best in the market. But... I don't think humans need Wendy's. I think that we don't need Wendy's. There's nothing on the menu at Wendy's that there isn't a better option at a different fast food place. There's, chicken nuggets? There, the, so spicy, spicy chicken nuggets is what everybody goes back to. And I honestly, not even spicy. The regular chicken nuggets are the best. It, maybe Chick-fil-A, but they're not open on, on Sundays, so they don't, they don't count. I, I, I could take or leave them. I think they're dry and relatively flavorless. They, if you go get chicken nuggets and you ask for buffalo sauce, they go, we don't have that. We have creamy sriracha. And I'm no hipster. I'm not interested in the sriracha phase. <laughs> if you get chicken nuggets, you should be able to dip them in a delicious buffalo sauce. McDonald's has that. Um, uh, Burger King has that. Chick-fil-A has that. Almost everybody has that. But Wendy's, who their freaking thing is that they've got spicy nugs, um, doesn't have the right sauces. And so... Yeah, frosties are great too. Um, there are better there are better things to have than a frosty. A blizzard is better than a frosty. A Big Mac or a Whopper is better than any burger from Wendy's. Their fries are at the bottom of the fries list. Mm. Everybody's no, they, fries they, are they better. They revamped. No, they're better than McDonald's. No, when they not. revamped their no, fries, they no, became pretty good. They no, became, they didn't. They no, they didn't. They are better than McDonald's. They're not better than McDonald's. They're not better than McDonald's. They're not better than Arby's. They're not better than Rallies. They're not better than Chick Fil A. They're not better than Burger King. They're not better than any Rallies fries. The reason that their fries are good is because you dip them. Because you dip them in the frosty. The the frosty is the only unique item, but it is not better than the Blizzard. It is not better than the McFlurry. And so I'm I'm here to tell you, we don't need Wendy's. Your Twitter game is on point, but the rest of you is useless to us. Here, here's where here's where I'm kind of in. I think Wendy's is about like second best in like every category. Like they've yes. got like the yes. second or third best this, the second or third best this, the second or third best unique ice cream item, the second or but so like every time you go there, you know that everything on the menu is decent. Whereas everybody else, you they have something that they're better at, and you have to go if you go to you know Burger King, you gotta get the Whopper. If you go to McDonald's, you know they've got their the salads fries. are the best. They have baked potatoes, they have chili, they have they have a bunch. I of need stuff. Wendy's because I feel dirty. At a lot of fast food places, and at Wendy's, I feel just a little bit less dirty. Having the, the option for eat. a baked potato makes me feel better ordering the fries. Mm-hmm. I say mm-hmm. this with confidence: I would rather <laughs> eat sober midday at White Castle than Wendy's. I think it is just so worthless. I'm smelling a call out here. I think I, I I'm willing to bet a shot of malort on this, Kevin. That more of our listeners would be willing to vote on a Twitter poll saying that they would rather see Burger King or 
Oh, no, 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 no. I would like to change this around. Kevin has to eat lunch at either White Castle or Wendy's every day for a week. And if he goes oh, White Castle, if he goes White Castle for seven straight days for lunch, pretty takes a shot of Malort. Then pretty what? takes a shot of Malort. And okay. if you go Darn. Wendy's one time, if you and it has to be like, what would you prefer? No, like, either or. Wait, that's fine. No, no, no. Here. That's fine. I, I, I will do it. Here, this happened to me last week at work. We were talking with people about what they what they wanted to do for lunch, and someone was like, "We can go to Wendy's." And, and you're right, Huffcamp. Everyone was settling. It was I don't like they're this, but. Like, I don't like their fries. McDonald's is obviously superior, but they have better chicken sandwiches or whatever. And so they were like, it's it's the ultimate compromise. And we don't need this restaurant to have an ultimate compromise. It's just not we worth need, it. You have to have a compromise. Otherwise, you just talk, you just argued no. through your whole lunch no. break. So the five of us argued, and two of us went to White Castle. And the other three went to Wendy's. And the, the one woman who was pro-Wendy's came back and said... Uh, I only I think I only liked Wendy's before because I was pregnant and I no longer like them. Now that I've had my baby, I don't like Wendy's anymore. Um, and the two of us that went to White Castle, we were like proud. We were so proud. And one of the people who went to Wendy's texted us and asked us for for chicken fries and the and the fried onion things that they have there. And it was awesome. Uh, I like. I look forward to you having stomach problems uh, after this week. I was gonna so, say, this is just a win-win. Um, I just pretty's gonna take yeah. a shot of Malort, and Kevin's gonna have a real bad week. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. okay, won this this debate. Let me just let me just say, let me just say, I don't I don't want to eat White Castle every day. Okay, I don't really want to eat fast food, and and I'm not saying I love White Castle. What I'm saying is, if it's between White Castle and Wendy's, I'm choosing White Castle every time because they have things that I like, and Wendy's has things that I'd always rather have something else. I think if you right, went to okay. Wendy's one of that days, you would have a better stomach day than the White Castle day. Not good Here's enough. my hot take, though. Here's my hot take, though. And I was thinking here uh, that I needed to make the take a little hotter. I was thinking of sitcoms uh, to totally transition from fast food. And everybody ranks these sitcoms and, and loves everything. And specifically, Friends comes up as one of the higher-ranked, very, very quality sitcoms. And I don't disagree that it is a good show. It is a, it is fine. It is a good show. I laugh. It's got its moments. It's got its quotable lines. Pivot. Hilarious. Laugh every time. Monica and Chandler. Big fan. All of Chandler's uh, sarcasm. I like it. I like it. It's a good show. No, I was going to say it doesn't rank. It doesn't rank in the top ten no, of bad. like sitcoms in the last it's thirty bad. years. And it's then so I named bad. ten sitcoms that are better in no time. Yes. It doesn't rank in the top twenty 30. of sitcoms of. 30-minute sitcoms in the last 30 – since 1990. Like if the Friends prominently were portrayed in the 90s, it's not good. It's just not that good. Here's what I came up with it is real terrible. easy as obviously better. The Office, Parks and Rec, Seinfeld, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Scrubs, It's Always Sunny Philadelphia, Veep, Letterkenny, Silicon Valley, Arrested Development, Good Place, The League. Then I was like, it's kind of about the same as like New Girl, How I Met Your Mother, Malcolm in the Middle, 30 Rock, Community, That 70s Show, Fresh Prince, Modern Family – you could throw in Golden Girls Cheers. Ted Lasso is way better, but it's a little new. I've never seen Grace and Frankie, Dairy Girls, but those have, have such good reviews that I would probably imagine they're at least better. Dairy Girls is I think amazing. I, would watch, I think I would watch every single one of those shows. If you were to say, these are my options, Friends might be the Wendy's is the comparison to make here. Okay, Kevin, you weren't Wendy's strong here. enough with this hot take. I, Friends is bad. Say it. Friends is bad. Say no. it. Friends is no, bad. Does, Friends is bad. No, he Friends is bad. Say it because that. people. The hot take is that it's not in the top twenty of sitcoms in the last it's thirty bad. years. That's that's quite the hot take for a show that is regularly ranked in the top five of sitcoms 
of all time. I feel like it's for a people. lukewarm take that you're having. It is a bad show. It is just because not just because good. my hot take you agree with doesn't make it not a hot take. It's not hot enough. Hot you and can't, you can't. No. So hot. It's, it's plenty. It's plenty hot. <laughs> this, so this, hot. And so Hope Camp, your attempted hot ah. take is not going over well because all of us agree that you did that doesn't, not that doesn't make, make it, it hot not enough hot. Take. It just makes us like-minded. That's different. You yeah, can no, agree it's, it's with, a hot you take can to think with, it's not very good, but you should have gone hotter than it's with, not a good show at you all. You can agree with Colin Cowherd. It doesn't make it not a hot take. You can agree with Stephen A. Smith. You can agree with Skip Bayless. You <laughs> no, should I feel can't. a little no, bit dirty about it. No, you should I feel can't. like, oh, He's no. He's a terrible person. No, I can't. I love awful, this hot take. I agree 100%. I, I once I was looking for it. I, it's it's bogus. You can't look for your previous tweets very easily on Twitter because I was just looking because at one point I tweeted, I you came twoked? up with fifty better shows than Friends and tweeted at a former student who loves Friends. And I was including stuff like shows, not just sitcoms. So and I was what, including shows. I was including like West Wing and yep. shows like Letterkenny oh, yeah. and shows Breaking like Bad yeah. And all that, yeah. yeah all, I mean Letterkenny you I, didn't even you have as a sitcom there. I did. I listed it. It was in my obviously oh, better okay. section. Yeah. Okay. But so um, I, I listed I listed 10. I was like I'm going to say it's not even in the top 10 and then I was like that's super easy and not a hot take at all. Yep. Top 20 I got into the tier that Friends belongs and i'll say friends belongs at the bottom of the tier i don't don't think think i don't think it's the bottom of the top 20 tier i think it's the bottom of the top 30 but i love the take i really do i respect it 100 friends is lazy as well it's inconsistent it's um it's overacted i think it's it's like you could have thrown jim carrey as an actor in there and no one would have noticed overacting because everybody's doing it. Um, so I, I, I some, wish How I Met Your Mother ended better because yes. then yeah, it, would it would be yeah. so pa- – because yeah. like, those, those shows are often compared and paralleled. And the ending to How yeah. I Met Your Mother – Tanks uh, it to almost a, to a to where you have to listen to an argument about why no, friends. No, you don't. No, you don't. The ending. If if you stop, how I met your mother with two minutes and thirty seconds mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. on the last episode, the series is perfect. It's great. It's perfect. Yeah. So just so just, so just yeah. stop no, there. That's right. And and, and, we, and, and we, leave and it. We alone. eliminate a season of Scrubs. There will uh, technically so a season of Scrubs. One of the so, yeah. one of the best TV shows that was released in the last ten years, maybe maybe twelve years, was Terra Nova. It was this great show about how we time traveled back from this like twenty, you know, twenty eighth century where the Earth has been destroyed and we're all living in space. We try, time traveled back to um, the prehistoric times where they start over with an Earth that hasn't been polluted at all and dinosaurs exist. Terra Nova is a great show. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. The problem with watching it is it only had one season, and after that season, it wasn't renewed, and you were like. Damn, that was a great show. Why didn't anybody pick this up? Um, it doesn't make the show worse. And so I think the same thing is true of How I Met Your Mother until the last two minutes and 30 seconds. If you just cut it off there, you go, you know, is perfect. Is just perfect. So you hate it because of what they did in those last two minutes. Um, the writers should forever, you know, have to live in, in shame. But uh, it's better than Friends. How much of mother is? I did, is I did like how how Kevin and I were were Hope Camp's hype man, uh, and he and he didn't deliver uh, the hottest of takes that we were really hoping for. I don't know what so, I don't know how hot you wanted the take to get. You guys can pile bad. on and you make it a hotter take. Bad. You said I'm you sorry. Said the word I bad. started I started this beautiful, lovely bonfire. If you touch it, you will burn yourself. It is hot. 
It, you guys were just like, fires. oh my God, I have two cans of gasoline. And you just threw it in there and yeah. like, that's yeah. a hot take. He, he's right. He's right. This is polarizing. Okay. 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 People love, I've, your wife loves friends, Flynn. Like she, yes, I know. I know. It's friends. unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. She also loves Grey's Anatomy, which I know you do too, which is a bad show. It's not um, bad. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> But addicting. Once you're sucked in, <laughs> so it's like people who've been watching Days of Our Lives for 40 years. Um, you know it's bad, but you you respect the fact that they've stuck with it and they're going to keep watching it, and it makes their wives happy. So I, yeah, come for me with Grey's Anatomy all day. I could tell you about all the things that make it okay and all the things that make it terrible, but fine. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't last with Grey's Anatomy. Uh, <clears throat> one note: I have seen Hove Camp try to start a fire and has failed miserably. And I have also seen that his roommate at the time started a fire with just gasoline. And so I prefer that way of starting a fire to your <laughs> hour-long. I have way of learned a fire. very, very effectively now that when you buy wood from Kroger, it gets real hot with no flames. So it just like never <laughs> ignites the wood. But if you go anywhere near it, like you melt shoes with the heat, but you can't cook a s'more. And it's awful. Take take <laughs> yeah. of the day it, for me is Wendy's is, or Friends is the Wendy's of sitcoms. I love that so much. I want to get it tattooed on my body. I think that that's so I think Friends perfect. is the Taco Bell of sitcoms. But so my hot take, uh, have you all had the Lady Gaga Oreos? Yes. I just finished I, some I, of them. Were they born so that they way? So they are pink. They're pink and green, um, and and they're basically just vanilla Oreos. <laughs> Did you ask if they were born that way? <laughs> I, I thought I, it was I heard that too. I just I moved past it. I just moved past <laughs> it. I, that's that's really good. I thought, that's I thought really it was pretty good. funny when I said Florida State Seminole Vessels. <laughs> nope, I was just going to move right past your comment. So so they're basically just vanilla Oreos, which makes them the best type of Oreo. I have a question. Are they off the deep end? <laughs> They're delicious. Uh, and so, you know, the, I think... My, so, Did you so give them a round of take, applause? When you eat the Oreos, <laughs> would you say you go, ah, 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 <laughs> Go ahead. No, that was a question. Just dance. Just dance. Just <laughs> dance. It was a question. It was a question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I just dance whenever I have one of these Lady Gaga Oreos, which are just vanilla Oreos, which are better than the chocolate Oreos. That's a fact. I think you are being shallow. <laughs> okay, hang on. I need Flynn. you. To, I need you to actually describe to me. And I love that this is going to continue. Hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> I actually need Flynn to give me a better description. I don't know. I'm not familiar with these Lady Gaga Oreos. They are vanilla in the middle with chocolate. No. Okay. Cookies. Okay. Okay. So they are green cookie, or no, they're pink cookies with green icing, and the icing is just regular Oreo icing that is dyed green. Um, okay. And then the cookies are just vanilla cookies that are dyed pink. And so is it's it, is a this vanilla different? cookie so is it a, with... Is it a golden Oreo, just with a yes, different color? Yes, it's the golden yes, Oreo. Yes, it's a golden okay. Oreo. Okay. Which I'm saying golden Oreo is better than the regular Not Oreo. hot enough. Do better. Do better. Uh, golden Oreos are the bomb. Flynn, Flynn... <laughs> Say can, it, go harder. They're the best cookie of all time. Flynn, can you read Maybe. my poker face? <laughs> Stop, stop, stop it. pretty. It's it's old. Okay. <laughs> it was it's 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 past. The joke is the joke is past, Alejandro. The joke the joke is past. Let it go. 
Hey, she yeah, didn't write Let It Go. Lady Gaga she did not. She's clearly looking at Yeah, we can do Katy Perry in here. songs right now. He's not looking at any of us. He's staring He's just like, I was looking at Oreos. Look at Lady. Look at. I've got Lady Gaga Oreos. I got them in the camera. To your point, though, Flynn, to your point, I think the reason why you think that they are the best is, uh, in, well, okay, Golden Oreos aren't the best, but the reason they being, are. though, is because those Lady Gaga ones are the same, like, cream filling that, like, a double stuff Oreo has, which, that's the key to Oreos. It's all about, like, that yeah, the it, cream filling. So, the, 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 the ranking of Oreo goes, goes uh, the Lady Gaga ones, um, double stuffed dipped in peanut butter, and then double stuffed regular, and then regular Oreo. Uh, what about, have you had the mega stuff? The ones that are like, you know, three fingers of like super stuffed. Here's, here's something that needs to be stated and there is never going to be a better time. This exists and I have not had it, but we need to talk about it. An Oreo Brookio brownie original and cookie dough cream chocolate sandwich cookie. What are you talking? You said a lot of words there. about a very real thing. It is brownie original cream and cookie dough yeah colin and i made that okay all are uh, all in a triple layered cream or it's a real oreo what um that's crazy so, i was gonna say so i just i don't know that it's the best oreo because that exists i've never had that but that exists that sounds amazing so but i do you think know, golden oreos deep are the fried bottom. oreos chocolate covered oreos those are also good but just the regular you know, the, the, whenever I when I had a bite of the Lady Gaga one, I was like, "This is actually delicious." And I didn't expect that. Um, and I gave one to my son, and he I turned around for two seconds, and then he took the green icing and rubbed it in his hair. And it was all through his hair. Yes. Uh, so that was also a plus. To so that. you so you liked it. You have been googling. You walked away from the camera. Would you I'm say? I'm pretty that, sure would to you Google say things. That, would you say that there you, you have a million reasons to like it? <laughs> That's pink. I think, guys, I think a star was born today. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just try to quote a million reasons? Because that's pink. That's not Lady Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga has a song called A Million Reasons. I just Googled it. I haven't listened to it. Oh, maybe it is Lady Gaga. (laughs) This podcast has been a firework. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Katy Perry. Uh, it's really going down the drain, whatever song that is. I can't remember that one. No, uh, it's circled the drain, and you missed the reference for the wrong artist. You're doing a bad we'll job. We'll talk about Katy Perry at some other you, episode. Uh, you're giving me a million reasons, a million reasons, a million reasons. That song, that's Lady Gaga. Oh, my bad. I'm calling you out. That's Lady Gaga. <laughs> I don't think you need to call me out. Prove I me wrong. I know I'm wrong. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Take two shots of my lord if it's not oh Lady Gaga. I'll always remember oh, us man. this way. I am going to White Castle. <laughs> I am going to White Castle tonight. Kevin, I'm expecting to, to get photographic evidence of you. Uh, 20 minutes of your house. Yes, yes there is. It's on Orphanage next to where I get my hair cut at Great Clips. There is, an, there well, is yeah, a White Castle should, on you should the way to there's, there's Orphanage. Always, but there's street. always paparazzi at that one. Kevin, you should you should specify or- orphanage as a road. Yeah, there was a lot to unpack in that orphanage sentence. road. <laughs> orphanage road is orphanage road is how I get from Madison Parkway to, to Thomas More. <laughs> it's a real road where you work, right? But you also got you get never mind. Um, uh, Kevin, I'm expecting to see photographic oh evidence of some White Castle lunch for the next seven days. You once, want to look at this? Folding up the newspaper. 
for lunch every day for a week. Send it in. I expect those to be posted on our Twitter, Facebook uh, as well. Uh, I follow can't us wait. at Aired BNB. Um, you know, it, it's a great time to to promote what our our social media handles are. Yeah. An hour and twenty minutes and, into the and, episode, and like and follow us on on uh, Lonely Fans. Let's be real. Like if you made it this far into this, <laughs> if you made it this far into the episode, you searched for us on every freaking platform there is because you're like, I got to get more of these guys. Um, so well, you probably already let's found be real. us. But if you just, it's, it's, Kevin, who's our listener of the week? I don't know. No, our only fan. Our lonely our fan. fan. <laughs> our only fan. Our only fan. I think the other person who's listening to us actually at this point is your wife. So. <laughs> Uh, my girlfriend has listened to the very first episode. Oh, that's that's no. Uh, we no my so wife doesn't then. listen. Uh, she called I, the I, I turned us on in, in the in the car, and uh, she did not listen. She just my, scrolled. My fiance has not listened to any of them. Good. My dad said he was <laughs> listening to great. one, and I'm real concerned. <laughs> I got to tell him which one to listen to. I don't know. Well, I don't know which one, one you should. It shouldn't be this one. It absolutely shouldn't be this one. But make sure he follows our lonely fans. See, um, our, our our listener of the week is going to be Cat Moser, uh, who oh, is the the her. beautiful the beautiful uh, drops uh, the voice to the drops uh, for our for our podcast. So, who is she, Kevin? I, uh, I don't know. I know she makes chili. She's, she's who we wish was on this podcast with us. I know she makes pretty. chili, and I know she makes chili better than Wendy's. So that's what I have to say. Well, that's that, that, that wraps it up. I think we're done. Yeah. That's a, that's a that is a lukewarm bowl of Wendy's chili's take. Is what that one is. <laughs> well, hey, listeners, pretty, do you want do you want to tell us more about Cat? Yeah, so you can exit the call. Go ahead. No, Goodbye. we wouldn't do that to you. No, it's we want to hear okay, about if Cat. Talking, if you're talking about Cat, I'm in. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, Cat is a Cat is a lovely person. Um, you know what? Uh, Bring her I'm, on. Bring Cat on. So we yeah, can actually Kat stay come to the microphone. The yeah. <laughs> uh, she's busy. Yeah, we don't have time for this then. That's fair. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> listeners, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. We'll see you next week for another one. Have a drink with us next week. See you. Cheers. Beep, 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 beep.